The Gospel of today is one of the very, very difficult ones because our Lord Jesus Christ is establishing the most important thing in the life of the church, the sacrament of the Holy Communion. And there are uh, many different understandings for that specific sacrament. Most of the Anglican churches, they say it is a commemoration. It's a symbol. And is not a real body and the blood. But the Catholic Church believes that it is the real body and the blood, but they used a term of transubstantiation. Transubstantiation means the transformation of the elements itself, but it includes the physical trans transformation. And because it includes a physical transformation, we don't agree about that terminology. As Orthodox Church, we believe it is a sacrament. It is a mystery. Transubstantiation means the physical change of the elements itself. But actually, we still see the body of our Lord Jesus Christ as bread and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ as wine. And that is why we call it a sacrament, which is something that happened in it. It has been changed, but unseen. It's a mystery. It's mystical. Yeah? And that is why we call it many names like Eucharist. Eucharist means uh, the consecration of the offerings. We say Holy Communion. It's a communion between the elements and the divine nature of God and the communion between us and God when we have it. 
Tam Azare Church's call it Mass. The liturgy, liturgy is a public service. Some other people call it Mass, which means dismissal. Mesa in Latin means dismiss. But that doesn't really indicate exactly what the whole liturgy is all about. <coughs> but in our Orthodox Church, the whole liturgy have been done because of this moment of uniting with God and taking his body and his blood. In the Gospel of today, when the Lord started to talk about, to talk about this mystery, he said that, I am the bread of life who came down from heaven. Whoever believes in me would have eternal life. And as well, he mentioned that whoever eats my body and drinks my blood will have eternal life and forgiveness of his sins. So the main thing about the Holy Communion is that God, when he created man, it was Adam and Eve living with God. But living with God did not protect Adam and Eve. And Adam and Eve sinned and died and could not survive. So when the Lord wanted to save man, he came. He took our humanity and united with it so that he united man with himself and made man and the God to be one in our Lord Jesus Christ. And this is the mystery, the mystery that we are inside Jesus Christ. When we have the Holy Communion, we come into God. We become inside God. It is true that we eat the body of our Lord Jesus Christ, but the body of our Lord Jesus Christ is unlimited. So when we eat the body, we are eaten in him. We are dwell inside him. And that is the mystery. The mystery when we are sinning anymore, he carries our sins. When we repent, when we confess, 
He carries our sins and being purified again and again and again till the day we leave this world and live with him forever. And this is the mystery of the tree of life which God from the beginning put it in the garden of Eden and when Adam and Eve sinned, he put an angel so that Adam and Eve wouldn't eat from this tree of life and live forever in their sin. So the aim of the tree of life, that man would have eaten from it and lived forever in God. Is that true? And that is why he gave them the manna, which is from heaven. But the manna was a symbol of the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And when the Lord came, he was the tree of life, that we all ate from it, and being united with him and have heavenly kingdom inside us. When they asked the Lord, where is the heavenly kingdom? He said, it is inside you. Okay? And that is why every time we have the Holy Communion, it is a great celebration it is heavenly heavenly banquet heavenly banquet in which we are really invited to be in heaven this is the tree of life in Garden of Eden. Yeah? When Adam and Eve ate from the tree that the Lord didn't want them to eat from, it brought death. And God gave them the manna from heaven, the symbol, and came himself, the incarnate Christ, and showed what the Holy Communion is. In Isaiah, yeah, uh, in The Lord said to Isaiah, come and serve me. He said, I can't because I am a defiled man. And the Lord said 
Okay, you are a defiled man. I will purify you. And how did he purify him? He made an angel of the Lord bring burning charcoal, burning charcoal. And they came by his lips and touched his lips. And when he touched his lips, he was purified. He became holy. And that was what? What is the burning charcoal? When we use burning charcoal in the, in the censer, it indicates who? Our Lord Jesus Christ, the incarnate from St. Mary. So that burning charcoal is the incarnation which purifies our lives. When the Lord made a parable or said a parable to the disciples, he, he said there is the wedding of the son of the king, the wedding of the son of the king. And he called everyone to that banquet, that wedding. The king is God. The son of God is our Lord Jesus Christ. And the banquet itself is what? The banquet itself is the Holy Communion. But everyone was coming, yeah? was given a robe, a garment, a suit. And everyone took a suit and went in, apart from one person who didn't want to have this suit. So the king came and was walking in the banquet and found that man without his suit. So he said, where is your suit? You can't attend that banquet without your suit. Get out. And they took him out. What is that suit that we all wore, we all had to, to get into the banquet? It is a baptism. It's like the prodigal son when he came from the far place. The father gave, gave him the fairest suit. What is the fairest suit? The suit he left when he left the house of his father. And this suit is what? Is our baptism. What is our baptism? Our baptism is to die with Christ and be risen with him in a new life. This is when we unite with the Lord and we become purified and the Holy Spirit dwells in our hearts and we become the temple of the Lord.
the sanctuary of the Lord. And that is what even our Lord Jesus Christ have done in the Cana of Galilee wedding. In Cana of Galilee wedding, he took the water and changed it into huh, wine. And in the Last Supper, he took the wine and changed it into huh, blood. And this is the purification in the New Testament. The purification in the Old Testament was washing of the hands and the feet. Everyone attending the wedding, he had to get washed. These vessels there were waters for people to get washed before they get into the wedding. It is the outside cleansing. But the Lord wanted to make the purification not anymore from outside, but from inside. How would he do that? He changed the wine into blood. So when we are taking the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, we are washed by the blood. We are covered with the blood of the Lord. Even the feast of Kafir in Hebrew, Eid al-Kafara, came from the English word cover, means we're being covered with his blood. So, our Holy Communion, or Eucharist, is a glimpse of eternity. A glimpse of eternity. When we are taken into heaven. It's like what? It is like when in the mountain of transfiguration, our Lord Jesus Christ was with Moses and Enoch, yeah? And they were in glorious image. The Bible tells us that the Lord was suddenly became light. And Moses and Enoch appeared with him. Moses and Elijah. So Moses and Moses and Elijah. Sir. So Moses and Elijah appeared with the Lord in a glorious image. It is a glimpse of eternity. A glimpse of eternity. 
when the disciples saw them, they were really enlightened. Yeah? And this is what happened in our Holy Communion. The minute we have the Holy Communion is when we are entering this glimpse of eternity. And this is when we see, can you see this image in the Revelation book? The Lamb of God is Christ. And the Lamb of God in heaven is a slaughtered Lamb. And his blood is still dripping. Because when the Holy Communion being done in the Last Supper, it is never finished. The blood never finished and the body of our Lord Jesus Christ never finished. It is eternal, eternal life. It is unlimited body and unlimited blood. Never finished. We are still generations after generations. When we have the Holy Communion, sacramentally we go into the Last Supper room and drinks from the same blood and the same and eat from the same body which will never finish and we believe that the priest is representing our Lord Jesus Christ so the Lord himself is still officiating the sacrament and giving us his own body and his own blood you don't take the Holy Communion from the priest. You are taking it from the Lord himself. Anyway, I wanted to say that our beloved Sophie had the Holy Communion every week. Our beloved Sophie really being taken in that glimpse of eternity 
to be in eternity forever. And among the saints and the angels, she is rejoicing and living in the utmost, utmost glorious life. I was saying yesterday, congratulations for her. What is our aim in this life? Is to live till that minute comes and we hear our Lord Jesus Christ saying to every one of us, you were honest on the little, come, I will entrust you on the many. This is the whole of our aim in this life, that we arrive safely in the embrace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Little angels, little children, surely have gone there. It is our turn to be like the children. You know, the Bible tells us, unless you become like the children, you would not enter the heavenly kingdom. May our Lord make us to be like the children and to be ready to unite with his body and his blood. Every time we come for the Holy Communion, we need repentance. We need confessions. We need to be pure. We need to be ready for uniting with the divine nature of God. We've been called in the in this banquet to be participants of the divine nature of God. May our Lord Jesus Christ make us all ready and pure enough to unite with him because those who take the body and the blood without deserving to have them they are taking a judgment for their lives. May the Lord forgive us all and purify all and make us one in Him. Glory to God forever.